Hey you, you're listening to episode number 130 of the Keto Diet Podcast. Today we're chatting about how goals change on keto, getting around the cheat mentality, choosing memories over macros, the reasons for continuing to choose keto, and so much more. If you have questions about today's content, you can head on over to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. Today's guest and I share a bunch of really awesome things. And if you want all of those awesome things in one place, head on over to healthfulpursuit.com slash podcast slash E130, where we've gathered the transcript and links and all the things you need from today's episode. I got one cool thing for you today, and that is that... I wrote a cookbook, it's coming out in April, and I'd really like for you to get a copy. You can find out more by going to ketodietbook.com. It lists all the ways that you can pre-order the book, and then by clicking on all those different options, you can find out more about the book, like how it has 140 recipes, how many pages it is, what the cover looks like. I'm pretty excited about it. And if you pre-order, you can head on over to ketodietbook.com and then click on the free with your copy link on that page, enter your email address and I'll send you a free keto essentials bundle, which is complete with an allergen guide, a three-day meal plan, and a special coupon code just as a thank you for pre-ordering the book. Now, Amazon has a really cool price guarantee with their pre-orders where if you pre-order the book now, from the time you pre-order to the time it launches, whatever the lowest price is between those two dates is what you pay when the book launches. So that's pretty cool. Okay, let's do this thing. Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast, the show all about keto for women so you can burn fat, balance your hormones, and heal your body. Starting and maintaining keto can be challenging without the right support. So just for listening to the podcast, I want to give you 20% off the keto beginning with the coupon code KETOPODCAST. That's all one word. This 30-day program gives you a clear step-by-step how-to so you can quickly adapt to a ketogenic diet, avoid common struggles, and get the results you crave. Go to healthfulpursuit.com slash begin to get your keto beginning discount today. If you're new around these parts, I'm Leanne Vogel. You may know me as the international best-selling author of The Keto Diet, founder of happyketobody.com, or maybe you know me as the nutritionist that likes dipping pork rinds in avocado oil mayo. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Thanks so much for listening. Today's guest is Lauren Berryhill, who's a certified personal trainer and certified fitness nutrition specialist who owns Keto Coach Lauren LLC. She specializes in coaching men and women to find out how a ketogenic diet can work for their bodies individually. Lauren has lost over 100 pounds on her weight loss journey and now focuses on body composition and healing her body with a keto lifestyle. Now we chat a lot about common keto questions where people struggle and all those sorts of things. So if you have a copy of my program, The Keto Beginning, I chat about that very thing more in depth than what we get to cover in today's podcast. But you guys, if you have a copy of The Keto Beginning, you already have the answers starting on page 55. And I also chatted about how to overcome newcomer hurdles from pages 92 to 102. So if you already have The Keto Beginning, go to those pages. And if you don't already have a copy, you can grab one by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash begin. Now, 
a quick trigger warning here. If food cheating or the concept of cheating on your diet is triggering for you, I would skip today's episode and instead listen to perhaps episode 43, where we chat about binge eating with Steph Dodier, or episode 78, where we chat about solving the binging problem with Isabel Fox and Duke. There's also episode 118, where we're chatting about the whole new year, new you concept and how to really step outside your goals and create a life that you want as well as with the same guest, Danielle Delavalle, episode 57 about finding your happy weight. So if you're triggered by the conversation of food cheating, those are some really great episodes that you can listen to of this very podcast that might be more in line with what you want to do today. Okay, without further ado, let's cut over to this interview. Hey, Lauren, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm good. I'm a little tired, but I'm good. Yeah, I understand. You've been busy. (laughs) Yeah, aren't we all though? Oh my goodness. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. Yes, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I meant to tell you this before we started recording, but I love your earrings. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Are they all just individual pieces? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like a little chandelier. I love them. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I love those. Okay, um, back to keto stuff. Uh, My first question for you is, what does keto mean to you? I think in the beginning when I first started it, it was so different. It was about weight loss and, and all that, but it's really become more about food freedom. It's become the fact that I am in control of my body and my choices and what I put in my body now versus being controlled by food. It's just, it's so much more of a lifestyle than than a diet per se, but like it just, it means freedom for me. And what brought you to keto? When did that happen? Tell me your keto story. So for the majority of my life, I feel like I've been trying to lose weight, even though I, I suffer from body dysmorphia. So I've had that for a long time where I have just body image issues. And so when I needed to lose, or when I thought I needed to lose weight, I probably didn't, but I've always constantly felt like I needed to be on some diet. And I think that has to do with society. But when I came to keto was about 60 pounds into my weight loss journey. I, I hate to touch on it because I was so irresponsible when I was pregnant. I gained 50 pounds during my pregnancy because I was just eating so much. I had no control over my urges, uh, was not active. And so looking back, I wish I would have taken better care of myself for my son. But I got up to my highest weight of 232 pounds during my pregnancy. And then for about a year after my pregnancy, I did several different things as far as diet goes. I calorie counted. I did Weight Watchers. I did shakes. I did all the normal like diet stuff. And um, it going through like postpartum depression and stuff, just so much happened that I was just like, I need a lifestyle change. Like it, it can't just be all about dieting anymore. I need something to change my view of food. And so came to keto uh, by being in a weight loss group with a bunch of girls on Facebook, just uh, girls that were local. And uh, one of our friends shared about it. And I was like, I've tried low carb before, but I've never given like the whole keto, like the high fat thing ago. And so I was like, Hey, I've got nothing to lose. I've, I've tried everything. So let's, let's try it. And 
the rest is history because I've not gone back. And what was the thing that like, so you tried keto and it sounds like you're a little bit skeptical at first. Like many of us are like, oh, this is just going to be another one of those cabbage soup diets or whatever we've tried in the past. What was the thing that made you say, oh, okay, this is pretty awesome. I lost like 20 pounds in the first four weeks. So that was a huge thing for me, but like just, I felt incredible. I had never felt so energetic. I had never felt so like in control of everything. So like in control of my hunger, in control of like what I was putting in my body, I felt so just empowered by the diet itself. And then the weight loss obviously was a plus. So I don't know why, but I felt like when I could say no to a donut (laughs) and say it doesn't really like, because they were my thing. I love donuts. But like when I could say no to that and I like didn't even care for it, it was it was a huge step in the direction for me, the right direction. Back to today's episode in a sec. Today's episode is sponsored by Perfect Keto. Perfect Keto creates the ultimate products for making the keto lifestyle easier and more effective. All of their products are dairy-free, made in the USA, gluten-free, doctor-approved, and use zero fillers. From exogenous ketones to boost your ketone levels for mental clarity, keto bars for a quality fat snack, MCT oil powder for making your coffee fatty and creamy without the dairy, and so much more. You can get 20% off anything in their shop by going to perfectketo.com slash KDP. Use the coupon code KDP for your 20% off anything your heart desires. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. Okay, back to today's episode. Yeah. And so now that you've been eating keto for quite some time, what keeps you eating keto? The way I feel. And it's just easy. It's I don't know. I hear all the time people say that it's not sustainable, but it's like, I don't, when I go to a restaurant and they put bread in front of me, I don't even think about it. Like I don't even, you know, it's not even a temptation. It's just, it's just, I mean, it's a lifestyle. So it's not, I don't even have to think. And the fact that I'm not constantly hungry and controlled by foods and stuff, I'm just, I don't know, just, everything the way I feel what I get to eat because I mean everything I eat is yummy (laughs) totally I feel the same way (laughs) and like I was having I had a couple raspberries before we started talking and I was just thinking about how sweet they tasted like I don't think that I truly appreciated how sweet raspberries actually were and to like taste that whereas before a berry was like not really a fruit. I didn't really treat berries like a fruit, I think, because they weren't sweet enough. And like, if I'm going to have a fruit, it's going to be a banana or a pineapple. Right. And those raspberries being like, oh man, these are like, this is like candy. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I know. When I, like we went to the mountains this weekend, uh, this past weekend for Thanksgiving and they had strawberries um, as the fruit of choice. And I was eating them and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so sweet. It's, it's crazy how your taste buds change. Totally. So you're a coach. What, what encouraged you to want to help other people when it comes to keto? So 
I guess when I was losing the weight, people were getting curious. They were like, how are you doing this? Like, what are you doing? And, you know, I am one of those people that I feel like I need to educate myself fully on something before I jump in. So before I started keto, I looked, I read your book. Um, I read several different books of uh, Jimmy Moore, several different things, did so much research. And so before I started helping people, I, you know, made sure I kind of knew like I knew I was doing it for myself, but I don't want to tell anybody else, like you got to do this and then it'd be bad for them. So just going through the experience myself and seeing how my weight loss journey encouraged other people and then feeling the freedom and the confidence and stuff that I have never, ever felt before was something that I want, I wanted to other people to feel. I wanted to help them feel that. And so I know like weight loss is a big deal of it, but like a lot of people are controlled by food and controlled by their cravings. And I just developed such a passion for wanting other people to feel that way. And that's kind of what fueled it. It was this time last year that I went to my husband and was like, I think I'm going to do this. Like, I think I'm going to actually develop a business model, like have my actual coaching business and have clients and work really closely to get them results. And he thought I was crazy. It's, I mean, I love my husband, but he thought I was crazy. He didn't think that it would turn into anything. And now like he's just blown away at the, what I've done in a year, which, you know, I can't take all the credit, I guess, because people trust me, but it's just, it's amazing. I love doing it. Good for you for standing by that because I know how challenging it can be when your partner is like, I don't know. And especially when it involves, you know, um, contributing to the family and it involves money and things, you know, I know that when I told Kevin that I was going to flip our business upside down and go from a vegan business to a keto business, he was like, I think this is a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard. And um, I'm one of those people that like, if I get the feeling in my gut, like I, I need to do it. Like, I just had to, I, I had to jump and I'm so glad I did. Yeah. And it also comes from authenticity. And when you're fired up about something and it, you're living it every day, it's so much easier to just jump in because it's like, I'm doing this like yeah, already. Um, yeah. So you've met with people, you've had your own um, keto experience. What are some of the biggest lessons you see people kind of bust through or like lessons that everyone kind of makes when it comes to keto or, or struggles that you had were lessons you had to learn yourself? The biggest lesson that I had to learn and that I feel like a lot of my clients have to learn is to not view food as like cheats or treats. It's still that that mentality that people have that food is a reward or like that you you've ate well all week. Let's reward yourself with something that's not healthy. You know, like that, that mentality, I, I went in to keto, giving it four weeks to see how it would work with my body. I lost 20 pounds, said I was going to give it another four weeks. And then at that eight week mark, I ended up having a cheat meal. So falling back into that, that mindset of rewarding myself. And um, I cheated and I felt like after obviously like it was terrible it was horrible and it wasn't just a cheat I struggle with binge eating disorder as well so um, it was a full-on carb binge the entire day of everything I had not eaten in the past month and so or past eight weeks so I did that maybe three more times over the course of six months and at the six month mark on keto I was like it just something clicked mindset change was like 
you you don't need those foods you don't need like you have foods that taste good that are like treats like you know keto treats or whatever so making things and and teaching clients to make keto treats or you know low carb treats that when you want something and you have a weak moment that you know that's what you go for instead of all of the processed sugary stuff that's just going to make you feel like what's your relationship with because I, I don't use the word cheat like ever, but like, what's your relationship with it now? Do you give yourself permission to choose foods that make you feel good? Do you ever like eat birthday cake? Like what's your, what's your relationship with that stuff now? Yeah. So I don't like to view foods as cheats anymore. My approach is what I call memories over macros. And so I'm a macro counter. I have always been a macro counter and I just because I know what works with my body. And so the instances where like the most recent one and actually the only one of this year with my son for his third birthday in September, he was shoving his chocolate cake, non-keto chocolate cake in my face and wanted me to have it so bad. And I chose memories, choosing the memories and making the memories with my son, having a piece of his cake to celebrate his birthday over macros and being able to do that to eat those foods not feel guilty about it and then just be right back to my normal diet like even that night um, and not feeling guilty about it the next day was a huge success for me I actually posted on Instagram about it because I feel like a lot of people struggle with that they beat themselves up about it and it's just like you know what this is life like you're gonna come in. I mean, we live in a world where you were eating all of this stuff before. It's gonna stay there. It's not like it's going away, but you just can't look at it as, oh, I cheated on my diet. Like it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle, it's a choice, you know, and you get right back onto what you were doing the next moment. Yes, the next moment. Yes, I love that. It's just like it was a moment, it happened. Now you have another moment, and there's another moment and another moment, but that diet culture tells us that the next diet starts on Monday and or the next diet starts January 1st or blah, right. blah, blah. And I mean, I used to work with clients that would, oh, eat a certain way until like March and then find it too challenging and just say they'll start it next year. Like yeah. I'll, just, I'll deal with it in January. And it's like the only person you're, you're harming, the only thing you're doing is just, I'm going to use the word cheat here is cheating yourself out of your best life just because of something else that you downloaded. That's not even true. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And not only that, but I remind clients that I work with that no matter what you're doing from now until the end of December, the time's going to pass anyway. So why are you going to spend it going backwards or doing things, you know, that aren't going to be in your favor when you could be spending it, getting closer to your goals, bettering your health, healing your body, the time's going to pass anyway. So I would choose the latter, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, what are there any other lessons that you find like your clients learn or like key takeaways that people struggle with and then they realize there's another way of doing stuff? I don't know. I mean, I don't really think so. I think the struggling, I think the, the cheating mentality is the hardest thing for them to get over. I don't, I don't think, not that I can think of off the top of my head at least. That's fair. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so we've chatted a little bit about balance, um, how keto works for you. 
And I guess because it sounds like you've done a bunch of different things, how is it different from any other diet that you've tried? Like you chatted about um, how good you feel, but were there are there specific things that help you differentiate a little bit better? So I guess just because I'm in control of my food choices, like with everything else, when I was drinking shakes for meals, you know, like replace two, two meals a day with two shakes and eat a healthy meal for dinner. Like what kind of life is that? That's not sustainable to me. Like balance with keto is I get to enjoy foods that I love because I had a taste for fattier foods anyways prior. So like that wasn't hard for me to to transition. And I'm not a huge veggie, veggie person, but I've actually incorporated a lot more nowadays since going keto because my taste buds have changed. But it's just, it's easier to be keto because of how I feel. I, you know, I have clients who struggle with like traveling and choosing keto foods and, you know, saying that it's difficult to stay keto when you travel and and all these things. And for me, it's just, it's not complicated. It's just, you give me a burger without a bun and I'll be good. Or you give me a salad, you know, like it's just so easy, so sustainable. And, and the way that I feel is the reason why I stay there, stay with it. Back to today's episode in a sec. Today's show is brought to you by Everly Well. Sometimes we can spend a lot of time doing the right things and get super frustrated when things don't go the way we've planned. This is because there's a lot going on inside our bodies that we just don't know about, like inflammation, allergies, B vitamin irregularities, so many things. Like, did you know if your cortisol is just a little bit too high, it can impact how you lose weight? And if your free T3, a thyroid hormone, is too low, it can directly impact your metabolism, it can be challenging to find a doctor who will order the right tests so that we can determine what little tweaks we can make to our lifestyle to support ourselves to balance. This is why I love Everly Well. They're an at-home collection service with the prick of a finger. You can test your hormones, food sensitivities, B vitamin levels, the strength of your metabolism, and so much more. These tests are remarkably easy to do. You order the kit, it arrives in the mail, you prick your finger like you would testing your ketones, drip the blood sample on the piece of paper, send it in, and voila, your results are delivered to you on their secure platform in just days. You can use the coupon code KETO, all in caps, at healthfulpursuit.com slash well for 15% off your order. Unsure of the link? Simply check out today's show notes for all the details. Okay, back to today's episode. And okay, so I just thought of something else um, because you work with clients and I know that every client is a little bit different and requires a little bit of a different approach and plan and and even the way that you talk to them is different depending on the Mm -hmm. client. So let's say, and I'm sure you've experienced this before, some people thrive on having like off days and I call them off days. Some people call them cheat days. Some people say off plan or um, whatever. Um, Do you incorporate that into your practice where people have a quote unquote cheat day? It sounds like you work a lot with this, like the cheat stuff. So I just wanted to pick your brain on the different types of um, protocols that you put your clients on, depending on their relationship with quote unquote cheating. So I initially like ask them when they sign up with me, like, 
four, four weeks. I'm like, cause I typically go four to eight weeks to 12 weeks, depending on the client. I ask them if they're willing to go cheat free and some will say I'm committed. I'm totally committed. Like I don't want to. And you know, those are the people who, who never had that mentality before, but the people who say, but I might want a glass of wine, but I might want to have this, but I might want to have that. Like I work with them and I try to get them to go closer towards keto foods for their cheats. Um, but there are some of those people who, and I'll say this, my husband's one of these people who he is great for about a solid four weeks. And then he's like, I need something to, I need to enjoy something that I used to enjoy. And then I'll get right back on it, you know, once I've done with that. And so he'll do it and he'll be fine the next day. And like, that was nice. That was a nice mental break from what I'm doing. And then I'm right back on. And it's so everyone's different. And I don't have that mentality because I don't ever feel the urge to do that. I don't need that. But there are those people that, you know, will will schedule it. So you have to give them a pep talk too. You basically have to say, understand your weight's going to go up. Understand that you're, you know, gonna, things are going to fluctuate. You're going to not feel so good. You're, you're going to have increased cravings. You're going to have all these things happen and you're, you have to understand that if you go that route and you do that cheat or whatever, that you're going to have to be strong the next day or, you know, whenever those things hit. And so it's harder because they learn after the fact they wish they had not done it. Um, But I think it's a valuable lesson that everyone has to learn, especially if that is your tendency to cheat. Mm -hmm. And my husband is like that too. Like he can eat keto and then we'll be at Whole Foods. He'll be like, I feel like some popcorn. I'm like, are you sure? Like I just check in with him. Like, Mm -hmm. how are you feeling? What's going on in your day? Do you want to talk about it? Because sometimes like with all of us, we'll use our emotions instead of dealing with the emotions we end up eating. Um, So I just check in with him and he's like, no, I just want to like eat some popcorn and watch a movie. I'm like, cool. And he'll eat the whole bag of popcorn, be totally stuffed and uncomfortable. And the next day he'll just eat keto and it's no big deal. And I think it's really nice for me to observe that and see that normal relationship with food where it's just like, no, I just want some popcorn. I'm going to eat that and then start eating keto again. Like, yeah, that's, that's the control that I love with keto is, uh, before I never had that. I always had that mentality. I'm going to cheat. And then it would turn into a cheat weekend or a cheat week or, you know, like it was just, it, it always snowballed for me, but with keto, it's just like, you know, if I had that chocolate cake with my son, it didn't snowball into something. And that's just, that was a big moment for me because it, it is, you know, weird to see that there is a relationship with food that can be normal because I will, I will be the first to say I was addicted to food prior to keto. I mean, it was truly an addiction. And where do you see yourself going next when it comes to your keto? Like, are there things that you still want to do or things that you still want to learn about your body that you haven't mastered yet? So I'm really into like the healing aspect of keto. I'm into, um, trying to figure out hormone control, hormone balance. Um, I've been on birth control since I was probably like 13 years old and I came off of it for a little while and had some hormone issues and I've never actually revealed a certain part about myself uh, with keto 
but I feel like on your podcast, I think I can because you focus a lot on hormone balance and healing as well. Um, but I went through a bout of uh, a cervical cancer spell, like where I had a scare and that was prior to going keto. And I had two abnormal pap smears that showed the actual like aggressive cervical cancer um, cells. And I ended up stopping birth control at that point. It was about the time that I went keto and the two pap smears that I've had after going keto were actually normal. So that's something that I haven't shared yet, but it's kind of crazy to me. I don't like to claim that keto heals certain things and saying that it heals things like cancer is a big deal. But for me, it's all about controlling my hormones naturally, uh, figuring out you know, work works with my body naturally and figuring out what foods is best for my body. And that's another reason why I say, you know, those foods are not tempting to me anymore because I see where that kind of way of eating got me. I, I hate to, to blame the way I used to eat on like having those things happen, but I definitely don't think that it aids in it at all. I'm so thankful that you shared your story. And I think that it's so important that women get those like at least yearly checkups. And um, when I, about two years before I found keto, I had the same experience. I had to go through a leap. I don't know. Did you do leap at all? No. Oh, it's so horrible. It's like this, um, I might describe it wrong. but it's, Oh, it's, no, no. Are you talking about where they kind of like, it's they swab and it, it's it's different it's, it's like a, they it's almost like a, scrape yeah it's like a wire loop yeah 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 the abnormal cells from, I did have that I don't oh. think that it was it was called that but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and um after that happened that was a really big scale like it's that puts a lot of things into perspective and until you shared that I completely forgot that that was one of the things that really just like okay girl you got to do something about this because the way you're living your life is not conducive of how you want to live. So it's good that that, you know, it sounds like for you too, is like, I got to do something about this. And it's unfortunate that it takes us that long to realize that what we're doing isn't working. Yeah. Sometimes we can't explain the changes that we've made to feel better, but the fact that you're now testing and it's all good. I mean, that's a great sign. B vitamins mm -hmm. are really helpful. For that, that's when I started all my B vitamin therapy after um, testing positive because that's a scary thing and you don't want to go down that road. And it's good that you're coaching on this and you're teaching people about this. So hopefully less women have to experience that scary thing. But it, it's sad that we wait until it's too, not too late, but like we wait until there's a big scare until we do something. I hope you're totally digging this episode. I love putting these together every week and I hope you're getting something out of it. I love seeing where you're listening from. So next time you're listening or even right now, take a picture of yourself watching the show or a screenshot of your favorite episode and tag me on Instagram at healthful pursuit. And if social isn't your thing, that's totally fine. Just jump on your favorite podcast player and leave a review for the show. Okay, back to the good stuff. Yeah, it kind of goes to um, back when I was also diagnosed with pre-diabetic diabetes. So, you know, them wanting to put me on 
uh, metformin as a preventative measure. And I told them no. And the doctor got really upset. I mean, that, you know, I was, I was determined at that point, once someone told me I was going to have to go on a medication that I was going to make a change regardless. And so along with that and the whole cervical cancer scare, it's just, you know, it's one other reason why I'm just so passionate about getting other people, not, you know, not just for the weight loss. I mean, weight loss is great, but I find that most people stay keto for the health benefits. And that's 100% why I'm here. It's just, you know, I don't ever want to have to go through that kind of scare again. That was actually, that was before I got um, pregnant with my son. And I was going to, I was told that I might have trouble getting pregnant. And thank goodness, we actually, it did not take long at all. So that was a blessing. But It just, it's something that amazes me that, you know, after being keto for a year and having that pap smear afterwards and having it normal, it just, it showed me that I was doing the right thing. That's awesome. I'm really happy for you. That's so good. Thank you. Do you go through themes with your eating where you just like love a certain food and you're totally obsessed with it? And if so, what's your thing right now that you just can't get enough of? So right now... (laughs) It's going to sound terrible. I used to be a peppermint mocha like freak. And so I found a way to ketify the peppermint mocha. (laughs) So that is like my drink. And then, but right now my food of choice is um, like Italian salads. It's weird. Like I love like spicy Italian, like pepperoni, salami, like mozzarella salads with like primal kitchen, uh, Greek goddess dressing. So good. Like I just, I love big salads. I love volume. So that's kind of what I'm heading towards right now. That sounds great. Did you hear that Primal Kitchen got bought for $200 million? I did from Kraft, right? Yeah. Heinz. Yeah. Is it the same company? Or Heinz Kraft. Is it? Okay. I don't know. Uh, do you do you think that maybe they'll stay the same or do you think they'll pull a Kavita, Coca-Cola, Kellogg's thing where all of a sudden it has sugar and everything? I don't know. I really hope not because that's going to be so sad because I love Primal Kitchen right now. Like, love it. I know, me too. And the book that I just finished writing, my cookbook that's coming out in April, I made like 27 different salad dressings because uh, uh. salad dressing, man, like... Yeah, it it makes everything better. (laughs) It does. I mean, I have clients who are like, so can I just eat like Hidden Valley Ranch? And I'm like, let's talk about what's in some Hidden Valley Ranch. Like, let's talk about the ingredients. Like, you know, I give you a fat info like sheet that I've explained what these fats are, what what they do to your body. And what's the first one on the label? Soybean oil or, you know, hydrogenated whatever. And it's just like, no (laughs) totally totally I I would say like if they go to the dark side which I don't know a brand and like please if somebody's listening and you disagree with me please let me know but I don't know a brand that's been bought out and kept their integrity and yeah it it just it's unfortunate like I loved that water kefir from Kavita and I drank it like every single day and then I was on book tour and I just grabbed one without thinking we went to the event and I was drinking it before the event and I just got all dizzy and weird. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I do not feel well. It feels like I just downed like 20 grams of sugar. Oh gosh. No. Like, really? Oh. No. I feel like I remember hearing you just talk about a product that somebody was bought out and 
you didn't like the ingredients anymore. I, I saw your Instagram rant oh, on it. And um, um, Nui, Nui, yes. um, yes. They, they grew a lot. They were, they used to be keto cookie and they've just been growing a lot and they've been trying to keep up with the demand and they've been adding like specific ingredients in there because now they're manufacturing it instead of baking it. Epic was another one. Oh they, no, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started putting sugar in their keto bar. Like in oh, their, no. their pork bar, they started adding maple sugar. Like, what's the point? Why would you ruin a good thing? <laughs> like, just I just need one bar. Just leave me mm -hmm. with the pork bar. I'm happy mm -hmm. with pork. You can put sugar and cranberries and all that garbage and all the other things. But like, just leave oh, me one. <laughs> one. Okay, yeah. fair enough. And what do you think is missing in the keto space right now, specifically for women? What do you want to see more of? So this is the, this is probably the uh, athletic side of me coming out, but I feel like, I, and I know diet's important. I know that that is 100%. And so I feel like once people get a grip on nutrition and keto nutrition in itself, I feel like more emphasis needs to be put on exercise in the keto realm. So I'm a big weightlifter, you know, right now I'm incorporating more of like a power building style workout, which is like powerlifting and bodybuilding together. But just making women know that, you know, keto is great for weight loss, but you can also do more with exercise. And I feel like there's not a ton of talk in the keto realm about exercise, especially for women. I mean, you see people like, you know, Danny Vega and Robert Sykes and all of them, they're bodybuilders, they're men, but the only females that I really see that are, they're incorporating like lifting weights with their keto diet are people like Mauda, Danny's wife, um, and Crystal Love, which is Robert's fiance. So yeah, I was just going to say those two as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, really that's the only, and so that's, that's one of the things that I try to post more about on my Instagram and stuff is more of my fitness aspect of it because I, I, I want women to, I find that lifting weights and exercising makes you feel more confident about your body. And obviously so does eating properly and fueling your body properly. So um, I'm all about self-love and making sure that you're kind to yourself and speaking positive of yourself. And so I feel like when you're doing all of the things like that, um, that help you speak better about yourself, then, you know, you can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. Totally. Where can people find more from you, Lauren? So I am on Instagram at, uh, keto underscore coach underscore Lauren. I'm also on YouTube. I have a, an, I'm a YouTube newbie. My channel is keto coach Lauren. I'm on Twitter as keto coach Lauren, and I have my website, which is ketocoachlauren.com. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. This is great. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more keto for women secrets for your fat fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician 
in for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program. 